Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. Welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, home of all things hard rock and heavy metal. I'm Mark Striegel, host and producer of this show since 2005. Now, let's get things started with the Talking Metal theme song, written by Rob Halford, Metal Mike, and Roy Z. Hey guys, welcome to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast. We're finally going to do it. This is the listener episode, alright? So what we're going to do is listen to voicemails, read emails, hear from you guys, the listeners of this show, Talking Metal. It's your show, as well as my show. But seriously, this is actually your show, because you guys are taking over here today. So first off, way back when... Uh, I got a great CD sent to me by a listener of this podcast. I believe his name was Mike. And Mike, uh, forgive me if I'm pronouncing the band name wrong, but Malion, Malion, M-A-L-Y-O-N. That's the band. And uh, it sounded great. It sounded great. I'm always impressed with what talented musicians listen to this podcast. And, and Mike, you you are one of them. And this band sounds sounds really great. And I promised you I would play a track off the uh, the CD. You were my my CD player was busted at the time. Uh, it actually still is, but I don't even have a CD player at the moment. 
believe it or not, um, except in my car. So you were kind enough to send me an MP, uh, MP3 of the song, a couple songs, and I'm going to play this one because I, I dig this. The guitar sounds great, vocals, everything is really good on this. This song is called Preacher. Again, the band is Malion or My Myleon. I'm not sure. Um, M-A-L-Y-O-N. And you're listening uh, to it here on Talking Metal. Again, the song is called Preacher. consists of at least one Talking Metal listener. So thanks for that. And now we're going to go to voicemails. I love getting these voicemails from you guys. You can uh, leave them for me by calling this number, 973-757-1917. Again, that's 973-757-1917. 
area code 973 a fourth time, 973-757-1917. All right, so let's get to these voicemails. And before we do that, just a reminder that uh, we have a uh, Instagram account. Follow us there. It's linked through today's show notes. We're on Twitter. And, of course, we have a Facebook page, too. I was trying to do the Snapchat uh, thing. It's not really working out that great. So um, just... Uh, so only so many so many hours in the day to update these social media platforms. Maybe we'll get back to the Snapchat thing, but for now it's kind of on hiatus. Um, cool. Anyways, uh, yeah, give me a ring, leave a voicemail, and you will get your uh, message played here on the podcast. So let's let's do this right now. Yo, hey Mark, it's uh, Metal Dan on Twitter. Sorry to hear your disappointment of uh, Maiden doing the United States shows again coming back through and the set list is not uh, what you think should be or what you hope to be. Yeah, as you know, I mean, it's a new album and stuff. We're lucky to actually have them back in the United States. Usually they have to do that first run. They don't usually come back around, but they That's are. That's true. I'm more concerned with or excited for or what's going to happen with after this. Once this album's done with, typically Maiden does a kind of a best of again um, after that. And so far we've seen the best ofs of the somewhere back in time and the, the the Made in England stuff, what could be next for a best of if they're going to do that again? I would love that. So, I'd love a best of We'll see tour. how it turns out, but I, I'm looking forward to this round of United States shows. Hey, so uh, one other item, you're doing that thing in Nashville, that podcast meetup, made me laugh. I was listening to uh, Michael Butler, and he was talking about getting into a fight or he's going to get beaten on by some podcasters that like to talk crap about him seems to recall to me that those are the same guys that like to make fun of you. I've never listened to their podcast. I know nothing about them, but it's kind of funny to make me laugh that you both right. are fighting Classic against the same show, kind of people. And uh, I guess you and Michael could actually team up against these guys. Nothing's going to happen. They're just, they're just all talking crap over the podcast. They don't, they're not going to back anything up. And again, I don't even know what they've said or done, so whatever. But uh, you got Michael Butler as your, as your buddy in Nashville. Just remember that. He's got your back as well, too. And he's a tough scrapper. Hey, (laughs) one other thing that uh, hopefully you're doing the cruise this year, the uh, Monsters of Rock cruise. I've done a few of them, and I'm doing it again this year. This one's going to be even better. So uh, I know you and your wife would totally dig it, and I know you'd do it if you had the money and the time. So I hope you can make it. See you, Mark. Keep uh, doing what you're doing. 666 was an awesome episode. Don't let yourself be discouraged by it. And We enjoyed it just the same. Looking forward to next. Bye. Cool, cool. Hey, Dan, thank you so much for the great email, or I'm sorry, not email, voicemail, and there's a lot there, so let me try to um, dissect it. Dan, I am going to see Maiden in Newark, New Jersey in just a few days, uh, June 7th, and I, you know, I've really been listening to the Book of Souls record, um, getting ready for this, this concert, and I'm, I, you know, there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of great tracks on it. I've all, I was, a, I liked that record a more than I liked Final Frontier. Uh, you know, I like all things Maiden do, but you know, it's like the, that, that, best of stuff as we call it or even the the off the beating track 
path tracks from the old days. Those are obviously my favorite, but I, I'm my attitude has changed a bit, and I am excited to to see Maiden. And I think it's good that I, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm prepared that there's going to be a lot of new material in in this set list, which I wasn't for for when I saw Metallica a couple weeks ago, three three weeks ago maybe. I was kind of disappointed, very disappointed in in how much new material was in in the set list. And I, I liked I liked uh, you know the last Metallica, the new Metallica record, but not as much as I liked the the last Maiden records. So. My attitude has slightly changed. I'm prepared for it. We're going to have a good time. It's uh, right near my house. Going to take a lift over, do some drinking, and just party it out with possibly, you know, along with Kiss and and Ozzy, you know, uh, my favorite band of all time. I'll say right today, they're my favorite band of all time. Maybe tomorrow it'll be Kiss or, or somebody else. But absolutely top three for me, Maiden, for sure. Love them, love them, love them so much. Totally psyched to see them. Um, next. Yeah, Dan, you know, your, your voicemail made me realize that there's still a lot of you listeners that, that don't realize that, yeah, that that there was, there was a feud between myself and back when John was a big part of this show, John Astronomy, uh, us two and Neely and Chris Aiken over at Classic Metal Show. And we kind of fought the battle behind the scenes. They chose to do it on their broadcasts. And it got ugly. It got ugly. Really, a lot of what they did bugged me. There was like maybe 20% of the time that I actually agreed with them or found it funny, you know. But in general, it bugged me. And uh, I think that's what they were trying to do with it. And they succeeded in bothering me. And, and, uh, Honestly, I, I, uh, as of like, it's been like three years already. We kind of settled the feud. I mean, we definitely settled the feud. I actually hung out with Neely at the M3 festival recently. And, uh, he was, he was great. Took us back to meet Don Dockin. Chris Aiken will be on the very next episode of Talking Metal. So stay tuned for that. The feud is long over. It's been over a while. Uh, I, I, I honestly am so glad it's over. And I'm so glad that I I actually like these guys now. I mean, I honestly, I know there's a lot of listeners out there who have a problem with that. But the feud's over. It's been over a long time at this point. We, we get along, and I hope it stays that way. Because I, I honestly, listen we're all different people. We all see things differently. And, uh, you know, it doesn't mean we can't be friends. And honestly, I, I, uh, read, I think three of Chris's books at this point. So yeah, the feud's long over talking metal CMS feud, not happening anymore. Long dead. The, uh, we've, we've made our peace and we are moving forward. Stay tuned for an interview with Chris Aiken on talking metal. Very next episode of talking metal. All right, I'll post a picture of John, astronomy, myself, and Neely in today's show notes at M3, hanging out. Okay, what else? Um, Oh, Michael Butler, by the way. Yeah, I think they did attack his show a handful of times, too, back in the day. Uh, I seem to remember that happening once or twice. Yeah, so we were one of many that got attacked by them, and... uh, I think we were the the one that got attacked more more than any though. But there was that dirt talk feud too. I don't know if you remember that show, Dirt Talk. Probably not. I don't think they had any listeners. But 
but uh, yeah, whatever, whatever. You know, it's it's long, it's long settled. Aiken, you know, Chris Aiken has kind of already been on this show because he hosted this podcasting summit, and I ran that in its entirety on on this feed. So, in a way, he's kind of already been on, been on talking metal, and uh, yeah, the Nashville thing, I. I I've never met Michael Butler in person. He has was a great inspiration for me starting Talking Metal. I've always credited him with that. I don't listen to his show like I used to. I actually haven't listened in, in a year or two, probably. Uh, I want to get back to it because I, I, it was a big part of my life for many, many years. And, it, it, you know, you know how it is. It's just you kind of you, you listen to something for a long time and then you move on. We've seen that with Talking Metal listeners. Some of them are still with us after 12 years. Others others are are on to other things, you know, and I, I, I even with Stern, I listened to Stern for decades and I, I don't I, I have him every morning if I want him. I have Sirius, but I, I generally end up listening to other stuff at this point on on the radio in the morning. Um but uh, so no disrespect towards Michael Butler. I'm sure his show is still great and still going strong. I know John met him at one point. I've t- spoken with him on the phone. I think I was on an episode or two two of Rock and Roll Geek Show. I can't wait to meet the guy and get a get a picture with him. Uh, it would be a, a true honor to meet one of the founding podcasters, not just rock and roll podcasters, founding podcasters, one of the first guys doing it and always loved the rock and roll geek show. And, uh, you've reminded me about it. So I, I need to resubscribe to that and get back on the rock and roll geek show, uh, you know, bandwagon. Cool. Okay. And the cruise, it sounds so like so much fun. My friend Don Jameson always is, is hosting it and co-hosting it. I, I need to go. Uh, my wife is like bugging me to go. It's just being on a boat for like five days away from my kids and uh, not having cell phone service and stuff freaks me out big time. Um, but yeah, I have high anxiety and, and, uh, stuff like that. So I need to get over it and do it. You're right. Uh, it would be fun to do it at some point. Um, Mark, cool. Jerry Next call. Jerry, how are you? Excellent idea. Six, six, six podcast discussing made in set list. How about we play some ghost of the navigator and remind everybody how fucking good this song is. Please play it up the irons. Up the ghosts. See you at the show. Peace out. You got it, Jerry. Always great to hear from you. And uh, I hope to go to the Brooklyn show. Not confirmed yet, but definitely going to Newark in a few days. Here's your request right now.
a little Iron Maiden off the Brave New World record, the return of Bruce and Adrian on that record. Great stuff. That song requested by Jerry, one of our, our good, devoted Talking Metal listeners. Hey, Jerry, I saw on Facebook you bought that dude's book, um, How Music Got Free. Thanks for supporting our, our Talking Metal uh, interviews here and going out and purchasing that guy's book. That's great. And you guys should all go purchase Ghost of the Navigator by Iron Maiden, that song right there. Great stuff, Jerry. Good suggestion. Uh, yeah. Maiden and Ghost. Looking forward to this. It's just a few days away from me here in New Jersey. All right, Jerry, again, you're the best, man, really. Enjoy your Instagram posts, and thanks for uh, being so cool. Next call. Hey, Mark, this is James. Uh, big fan, about an eight-year-long listener. Nice. Just started episode 666, and uh, when Iron Maiden was the first thing I heard, I got really pumped. I hated to hear that things didn't go according to plan and you were feeling kind of down, but yeah. I thought I'd call in and just give you some words of encouragement. Thanks, man. And everyone loved the uh, episode. Whenever so. I buy something from Amazon... I make sure to go to Talking Metal first, use the links, try to give you a little money here and there. Um, Thanks. But I got to say, don't let it get you down. Like, I've tried my hand at doing a podcast before. I know how much work it is and how it can suck when when it, it doesn't get as big as you want or you don't get the guests you want, but uh, I enjoy listening. I know you got a lot of fans out there that really appreciate the work you do. So just uh, don't let it get you down, man. Look forward to episode 667. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. James, 666 was such a fun episode. It almost uh, was good I didn't have a guest because I, I really enjoyed doing it. it. Blew off a little steam, and I got great response on that episode. It it did really, really well. I got tons of feedback from people like you. So thank you. I, I can't thank you enough. Uh, really great stuff. Cool. So let's go to an email right now. Uh, okay. Mark, I thought I'd write you a note tonight after listening to the podcast interview with Dan Spitz. Oh, so this was Dan Spitz on another podcast, a podcast interview. He says, I was wondering this week what Dan's been up to and happened to find Talking Bollocks podcast. Never heard of it before, but since Anthrax is my all-time favorite band, I had to check it out. Turns out he's a watchmaker now, and he's getting ready to return to playing music. Here's the deal. He's working with Dean Castorano, um, the, the Journey drummer, who you know is a great drummer. He also said he's got an amazing singer, but wouldn't say who it is. Maybe it was excitement, but Dan sounded a little neurotic. Still, if you haven't heard it yet, I recommend checking out the interview. One thing I noticed on Dan's Instagram, screenshot below, which I didn't print out, uh, sorry, is that hidden among the hashtag under the picture is Scott Stapp. I have nothing against him, but Stapp already has art of anarchy um not sure i'd care for a part-time singer guys do it all the time now but i'd like 
really like to see bands have members they stick to with and tour. I agree with you, Eric, totally. I've also been following all the drama with Ghost. I think if Papa has really been doing all the songwriting, I don't care if he finds new nameless ghouls. Still stoked to see them play with Maiden. Hope everything's going well with you, Eric and DC. Longtime listener, Eric. Thank you, Eric. Um, I appreciate you uh, checking in with, with us. Interesting news on Dan Spitz. He played on some really amazing records with Anthrax, some classic stuff that'll go down in history. And, you know, I, I know Dan, I believe, had some, some issues. I know he's, he's had some issues with himself and also some, uh, some, some family issues. I know he has some kids who, uh, that had, had some struggles of their, their own. Um, so listen, and I know he also is a, believe is found God. He's a a Christian now. So I listen, I just hope he's happy. I hope he's, he's healthy and I wish him the best of luck. You know, uh, Scott Stapp, I never was a massive fan of, of his with Creed or whatnot, but I, I did think a couple of those art of anarchy songs were, were pretty good that he did really good actually. And I, I saw he's now he's touring, doing some tour, make, make rock great again or something. I, I, he's playing at a theater right near my house. I, I probably won't be going because I, again, I'm not like a super big fan of his, um, nothing against him. Not one of the haters, but you know, um, so yeah, he's staying busy, but I hear what you're saying about bands, you know, and it's a shame like these bands like KXM and, and stuff that they, they just, you know, they put out these, these really decent records and, but then they, they, they don't have, the members devoted enough to go out and tour. And I understand, listen, these guys are paying bills. They're not living millionaire lifestyles and can just fund a, 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 a pet project that, that isn't going to bring them income for the most part, you know, unless you're Vivian Campbell and you go out and do last in line. But, um, and hats off to Vivian for doing that. Cause he's probably not making a dime on that. Uh, anyways, guys, we have a comment section now on Talking Metal. Guys like Jerry, who you just heard from, leaving a lot of comments. He commented on, uh, I guess it was, uh, what episode was that? Oh, the 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 episode that we had uh, Stephen Witt, the author, who I just mentioned. Jerry, you bought his book. So here's another Little message from Jerry, this time in form of a comment on the Talking Metal site. Uh, Love the episode. Again, he's talking about the episode with Stephen Witt that Joe Becht co-hosted, and we also had the guy from uh, Sabaton on that. Uh, Anyways, Jerry says, Love the episode. Mark, I agree with you 100%. I bought plenty of albums with just one or two songs on it and paid the greedy industry full price for those two songs that I wanted. Van Halen Diver Down has four cover songs on it. They come out with different kind of truth, which I love. Maybe those lazy, wasted guys could have reworked those tunes back then, but they didn't have. They didn't have to. The record industry artists have to change, work harder to put out great full albums. Cool. And Jerry goes on with his comments saying some other stuff. Uh, and yeah, I hear you, Jerry. I, I'm totally with you on that. And again, Jerry. Thank you for supporting Talking Metal. Um, some of the other comments on the site are coming in by guys like Ed Ferguson. He we wrote a uh, our Joe Beck wrote an article for TalkingMetal.com recently about the uh, 
the Kiss 25 uh, years later revenge, kind of looking back on that record and questioning if it really was that good. And Ed Ferguson, if you haven't read the article, it's definitely a great read. Go to the site and find it. The site is TalkingMetal.com. But Ed Ferguson commented on that. He said, I couldn't, I could handle Kiss up until Asylum, but then thrash metal became my metal diet. As all of these previously heavy metal hard rock bands became soft. I was so far from listening to classic metal and hard rock by the time of Revenge by the time Revenge was released, that I didn't even notice it. I appreciate all those records now as I go back and hear what I missed, but I haven't found a used copy of Revenge to spin on my player yet to really know how I'd like it compared to the earlier records. That's interesting. Yeah, Victor Ruiz leaving a comment about Revenge. The album has not aged well. I've said it for quite some time, the guitar sound is very thin the guitars are much heavier sounding on essentially every makeupless album leading up to this sans crazy nights their return to form was creatures and victor goes on you can read all these comments on talking metal um another comment about revenge the album is incredible it was just what kiss needed at that time a raw darker sound and look more so than its predecessor, Hot in the Shade. With the perfect blend of we're going to have ourselves a rock and roll party and all hell's breaking loose, purely annihilating everything, anything and everything in its path, leaving me with the visual of the cover of Destroyer. Anyways, you can read all this stuff. Uh, good stuff. For the Revenge, you know, for me, I, I don't, I don't think it was like a perfect album all the way through. But Domino was a fun song. Unholy, amazing. God gave rock and roll to you, which I realize is mostly a cover, partially a reworked Argent song, I believe. Right? Awesome. They did a great version with that. Uh, Heart of Chrome. I like that song. Uh, all great, great stuff. And the rest of it, I think, is is good. A couple, couple songs I could could leave behind off revenge but uh yeah good stuff again you can make your comments on talking metal we we post news now um anthony posting something about emily's solo episode my wife did a solo episode she says jellyfish sloan nice one emily both in my top 10 list anthony thanks for the feedback emily read that and she was pleased to to hear hear from you um Wow, we got a lot of comments. I got to get through and read all these myself, and so do you guys. Uh, here's Curtis. He commented on Talking Metal episode 666. Yo, Mark, I thought the show was awesome. No interview, big deal. I appreciate you taking the time to do the show at all. I dig the music shows. Reminds me of my high school, college days, sitting around listening to tunes with friends, talking about bands and stuff. You and Emily do a great job on the show, and the interviews are always interesting with great questions. Personally, I like your clear, concise questions, and they don't go on for five minutes before the guest gets to answer. Anyway, keep up the great work. Always a pleasure seeing the show when it hits the feed. Thanks, Curtis. It's a great email. I appreciate that. Uh, there's another comment. Jerry, you leave so many comments on the site. I totally uh, appreciate all your support. All right. So, again, the comments section is happening on the site. 
please, please go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Um, write some kind words about talking metal on iTunes, okay? I'd really appreciate that. It's important to our positioning within the iTunes store and really helps tremendously. So go to iTunes, leave us a positive, preferably five-star review. I appreciate that. And again, everything you guys are doing for me is just awesome. I appreciate all the PayPal donations. You guys are using the Amazon links. We're getting some comments on the site. I want to get that going a little more. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's fun. You know, I really love doing what we do here. And when I say we, I mean you guys along with me. Because you're the listeners, and on episodes like this, you are a part of the show. I feel like I've been stammering a little bit more than normal on this episode. Probably not enough beers in my system. Last order of business for this episode is a email here from John. Hi, hope all is well with you. It's insane to think I've been a listener to your show for over a decade. Glad you didn't stop at 666. Yeah, like I said, that was a, a very real possibility for there was a four or five day period where I had in my mind back, I don't know when that was, I think like in January or something, had decided that 666 was my last episode. Uh, maybe it was February, I don't know. But uh, yeah, glad John goes on. Glad you didn't stop at 666. It's always interesting to hear you talk candidly about the state of the show and about how much involvement John might or might not have. But really, the show's proven pretty flexible. You've mixed and matched co-host interviews and all music shows, and it's all good. And it's kind of funny how natural a fit the show is for Emily. Actually makes me wonder why it took so long for her to get involved. She's clearly always been a Metalhead fan, and she's pretty good at this. Yeah, that's a good point, John. I, I you know... You know, I feel like I've encouraged her here and there, but um, whatever, you know, it is what it is, and this is where we're at now, and, and I like having her involved. If you want to play a song, how about something from Mark Slaughter's upcoming album? Right now, he has Hey You on his homepage, and it sounds pretty rocking. You got it. John, thanks for the email. This is Mark Slaughter's. Hey, you. We'll talk to you next time on the Talking Metal Podcast. Thanks, guys. <laughs>